0: Music, not for your mom. The one dealing with 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 7. 8. 9. 8. 9. 9.
1: better spell the name say the name young smooth in a building y'all ready. why is no one ever ready i'm sorry that's like my favorite line from the devil wears Prada. don't judge me um but i uh, run uh, I'm back at it again. Y'all already know what it is. So, you can check me out on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, which is YouTube Music, Google Podcast Player, the purple podcast player for my Apple users because I still fuck with you, even though if y'all ain't clicking them like buttons, I ain't getting no notoriety, so that's a whole thing, but we ain't gonna talk about it. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, in addition, you can also catch me over at Fanbase and Blackify.com app yes your boy is up there now if you are already a youtube subscriber you've seen some of the content and some of the content will be going over there but you may now be checking out more stuff that will be over at App. you may start checking out some exclusives some things that i usually wouldn't post on there and yes yeah, it's it's, it's it's gonna be a vibe it's gonna be a vibe and maybe it'll go to Facebook first I don't know how I'm gonna transpose it yet or if I'm just gonna record and then edit I don't know what I'm gonna do yet I'm gonna figure it out y'all gonna figure it out with me all right so about a week week and a half ago I had to kick that lyric did anybody guess it probably maybe possibly but it was Kendrick Lamar bitch don't kill my vibe. one of my favorite favorite songs love kendrick i actually would love to get another album i don't know what if we're going to get another album or not i really don't but we will see time will tell but anyway this kick that lyric comes from an icon that has left us entirely too soon and it reads in the king's english as this wait hold on. don't forget something Nope, I guess I didn't. I, I, I felt like I was moving too fast and like, you know, like I ain't giving y'all no explanations. I just had to take a break for a minute. So, why, why not? what what I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm not even gonna worry about it. Anyway, the kick that lyric reads as this. Baby, you don't know what you do to me. Between me and you, I feel a chemistry. I won't let no one come and take your place. Because the love you give, it can't be replaced. So no one else will love me like you do. That's why I don't mind to spend my life with you. I want to please you in any way I can. I want to share my world. Don't you understand. Stand. Mm, mm, mm. Lyrics have never been written like this. We don't write lyrics like this anymore. But it, it just—it just is what it is. All right. So moving on, and I think I'm running through this kind of quickly because there is a lot to get through. There are a lot of thoughts. Um, let me think. Was there anything that was like off topic? Oh, uh, this crate challenge situation. Y'all can keep that, that looks fucking dangerous, look like y'all about to break y'all fucking necks, and this shit is, we ain't even in quarantine no more, I don't even know why we doing dumb shit like this, this challenge is really, really, really unnecessary, um, somebody's gonna get hurt, people look like they have already gotten hurt, okay, I, Equilibrium ain't right for all. like my my I, I know me my equilibrium is not right right for all of that I'm not getting up on white crate and in my mind back in the day I used to be like my fat ass ain't getting on no crate but that I lost weight my skinny ass ain't getting on no goddamn crate fuck that that's some bullshit y'all niggas is tripping um but anyway moving on I feel like there's something that happened. That I wanted to talk about that I'm missing before I get into the news you can and cannot use. But let's go into it. First off, Aaliyah's music hits streaming services. <sighs> Finally! It is happening. I am so excited. I literally listened to the whole album nonstop for one in a million. Now, be advised. That means that Black Round Records is releasing all of said music. It is not just Aaliyah's, but Aaliyah's will be coming. So, therefore, you already had AJ Nothing But A Number. Oh, that was another thing I wanted to talk about, too. I'm going to get to that in the midst of this, too. Um, You already have age ain't nothing but a number and that was because that was on jive records and you know produced by robert kelly Ugh. uh <laughs> I, I say that now y'all because this is that this just it's just horrible it just it's really bad i'm gonna I'm a touch on this case i don't really i'm only gonna touch on and really plug what i've seen and who i've really seen shout out before I get into it, shout out the Plainless Jane. She is from Baltimore, and I have been watching her interview since I don't know how you do these lives at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, because I was up with you. It's probably why the fuck my ass was late this morning, but um, yeah, so... We're, we're gonna get into that but however what we're doing is we are celebrating Aliyah. can y'all believe and I, yes i said alia because that is the way her name is pronounced it is alia it is not Aliyah. it is alia can y'all believe that it's been 20 years do you know i was working at the freaking downtown locker room in Owings mills mall no wait hold on no i take that back i was working at sam goody In Owens Mills Mall when she passed. But before that, I was working in downtown locker room. No, I worked. No, no, no. It was after because September 11th happened. So after I was working at downtown locker room, okay, and I was working um, there when 9-11 happened, which again, all kind of like coincided within the same damn year, which was a lot we really was going through a whole lot within that year. This is one of those things that I talk about when I talk about legacy and your legacy meaning something. And even though I feel like fans had to fight for her legacy to be done right, because we were mad at Lifetime for that bullshit-ass Aaliyah story, which you couldn't use any of the motherfucking music, and the R. Kelly shit got glanced over. So all of that was fucking horrible. Um, But... This is what I talk about when I talk about legacy. Like, fans fought for this and whatever reason they decided to finally, you know, Black Round decided to come into the twenty first century and decide to actually release the music on streaming services. I mean, I'm I'm happy for it. But it's not just gonna be Aaliyah, it's gonna be Aaliyah, it's gonna be Tony Braxton, it's gonna be JoJo, it's gonna be Tank, it's gonna be Timbaland and Magoo. So if you actually go onto the Black Round website, you can get merch you can get the original cds you can um you know all of those things for all of those artists are going to be you know let out and they're going to be let out in a like a i think like a monthly span is what they were talking about so it may lead into at least the end or the top of next year which is the end of the end of this year and the top of next year but Aaliyah's music hit streaming services music from Aaliyah, who died in 2001 has been re-released on streaming services post-CNN. Aaliyah's music is back. Friday marked the re-release of five-time Grammy-nominated superstar... studio album one in a million which hit streaming services the singer who was born alia dana Haughton died august 25th 2001 which technically as i'm recording will be today even though the show may possibly come out tomorrow at the age of 22 in a plane crash that also took the lives of eight others as they traveled back from filming her music video in the caribbeans fans have long complained about the lack of availability of her music her category is now being re-released for the first time in years to be available across streaming platforms via partnership with black round records 2.0 and empire i don't know what the hell that means as far as black round records and 2.0 and empire i don't know what that means um I, i'm assuming that they're branching into a new label and getting re- I, I don't know I, I don't know. Um, it's all happening amidst a backdrop of a seeming battle of control of her legacy. The original Black Round Records, which released a majority of Leah's music, was owned by the late singer's uncle and former ma- manager, Barry Hankerson, who is also overseeing Blackground Records 2.0. Quote, for 20 years, we have battled behind the scenes enduring shadowy tactics of deception with unauthorized projects um, targeted to tarnish, quote, the estate wrote. Um We have always been confused as to why there is such um, tenacity in causing more pain along aside what we already have to cope with for the rest of our lives um the unscrupulous endeavors to release leah's music without any transparency or full accounting to the estate complies our uh, compels our heart to express a word forgiveness the statement continued um, Aaliyah came to prominence in the nineteen nineties with several hits including Back and Forth, Are You That Somebody, and Rock the Boat. One in a Million was her sophomore album that featured music with longtime collaborators Missy Elliott and Timberland, as well as rapper Slick Rip and others. And and I would have done the Aaliyah situation today, but I was like, you know what, I really kinda wanna move past it because this is the biggest part. Um, but in celebration of Alia's catalog coming to the platform, Spotify updated their This Is Alia playlist. So, super excited. I did get a chance to really delve into it and listen to this album, and it is still a classic. It is a futuristic classic. The other one that we might have to do, we might have to eventually do The Real World of Missy Elliott because friends let me tell you above and beyond its time like I can still listen I actually still do listen to it quite frequently all right um so yeah and if you have not if you guys have not listened to Alia's album one in a million I'm excited for that to drop and I'm also uh, excited for the self-title album to drop cannot wait so, you know, keep looking out for those projects. They're going to keep dropping, you know, periodically. And I think that's going to be really dope. All right, moving on. Nicki Minaj and husband sued by attempted rape victim. <sighs> okay. Um, so I do have a whole lot to about this. Um, so let's see. I'm I'm going to go into my, some of my thoughts about the, the husband situation in a minute. But, Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth Petty, are facing a lawsuit from the woman he was convicted of trying to rape. I don't like the way that they worded that. You know what I'm saying? That was unnecessary, but whatever. Uh, Jennifer Hall um, was... Sorry if I mispronounced that last name. Uh, was the victim in Petty's 1995 conviction... Well, he was convicted for first-degree attempted rape. And the reason he has to register as a sex offender. In new legal documents obtained by TMZ, Hulk, um, claims that Nikki and Kenneth have harassed her and threatened her to not speak about the incident. As a result, she says she has suffered emotional distress. Nikki Minaj and her husband, Ken Petty, are facing a l- Oh, wait, sorry. Read it again. Um... Let's see. Uh, Hall alleges that the harassment started after Petty and Minaj began dating in late 2018. Minaj defended Petty and claimed Halt had recanted her story, which she denies. In March 2020, after Petty was arrested for failing to register as a sex offender, Halt claims Minaj tried to get her to recant her rape claims by offering to fly her and a family to L.A. What? Um, Hot rejected the offer and within days she and her family suffered an onslaught of harassing calls and unsolicited visits. Soon after Hot says Nikki's people contacted her brother and offered five hundred thousand dollars in exchange for a statement recanting her rape allegations against petty okay that was a lot um that's a lot to dig into it, it really is a couple things number one um i think i was listening to another podcast that had talked about this might have been the read because usually the read um but That was one thing that I really, I really agreed with. I think Kid Theory said it. Like, yo, who the fuck want, who in the fuck wants a goddamn, the, the wife of my rapist to come and fly out, fly her and her daughter or somebody out to LA? Like, what the fuck,
0: what, what?
1: Ma'am, ma'am, you are harassing. And, and let me tell you something. I'm a Nikki fan. Y'all know that. If you listen to this goddamn podcast, you know that from head to toe, I can recite lyrics, all type of shit. Love Nikki Dan. I really do. I honestly don't believe that... <sighs> Nikki is a Sagittarius. And Sagittari or Sagittarian really fall in love really, really hard. And sometimes they believe that uh they have a tendency to go back into what they what they may have missed. Um I don't know how their relationship came about. I really actually don't care and hopefully maybe we'll see parts of it in the documentary whenever the hell that's supposed to come out, which I'm thinking is gonna be the end of the year, um, along with the album. But to be honest with you, I don't think that he's going to be a good fit. I think that it's fine to have a baby daddy. It's fine to have an ex-husband, all of those things. I think that life has progressed her so far that his mishaps are going to hold her back in a certain kind of way in the public eye. Like, honestly nick does so much and she's done so much for the culture and she's done so much for you know hip-hop and female hip-hop or however you want to call it and i believe that but i do believe that i don't what i what i'm hoping for i should say is that i don't want her legacy again a big word that we use on the show very 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 frequently i don't want her legacy to be tarnished because of this nigga because what you, what it what it is seeming like and what it is feeling like, it is feeling very, very Mary Jane can do. It is it is feeling very Mary Jane can do. Like yo, people fail to realize something. When you marry somebody, you kind of come into all of this shit. You know what I'm saying to you? And I know Nikki just wants it to go away, and this, that, and the third, especially for you know the sake of a Papa Bear and all of that good stuff. I get that. But, sis, it ain't going to wash away like this. It's not going to wash away like that he was convicted. It was not like he was acquitted or it was a mistrial or anything. Nah, he served time for this. And I'm not saying that you don't love him, but I think that you may be infatuated with the idea of having the first-time love. You know what I'm saying? You like, yo, this was who somebody who I really loved. You'll always now, regardless, have a connection to Papa Bear, but you also should not then have a connection like you so far in right now that you shouldn't have a connection. That is now gonna be. You're gonna have a connection that is unbreakable with him at this point, and and is it's not gonna be fair for everything else that you built your legacy on. You built your legacy, and you was mad the bitches was trying to tear your legacy down. To be honest with you, I really feel as though that this will be the thing that that could tear Nikki's legacy down. You was talking about corporate giants and machines that went against you. No one bitch could be your opp. You right. All of those things are very true. The the opposition that you will have. Is gonna be kind of Patty. I, I, I foresee it. I've seen way too many relationships like that. I feel like the Mary J. Blige and Ken Do situation was very. I was like, yo, when Ken Do came into like, I, 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 I when when Mary and Ken Do got to up, I up, was like, mm, this don't look right. I was like, something about it don't feel right. And my gut, I'll be very honest with y'all, my gut ain't never been wrong. And it's been fat, and then was going back to skinny, but it ain't never been wrong. You feel what I'm saying to you? And I just, I don't feel like it. Like, I love you, Nikki. I love you, Onika. I really do. But I'm going to be real honest. I do not think that this nigga is going to be good for you. He has too many demons. He has too many things that are in his psyche and spirit that he has to fight through. That, yes, you as a good one, a love of a good woman could definitely change all of those things. But while it's still here, nah. It's not, and you could be happy, and 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 I don't know what your, your relationship was with Meek. Honestly, truthfully, be told, I to think Meek is a clown. But uh, but it don't mean I don't like the music. I just think he got clownish ways. Um, and I definitely know I'm gonna be with Safari. Like fuck that. Safari rolled your coattail, and then Safari, Safari is a kid, bruh. Like in my mind, like you're a grown man, but you're a grown man that's still a kid. And you like one of those dudes that just never really uh, kind of gets out of adolescent like i haven't watched love and hip-hop but i heard about the shit that happened at the baby shower when your dip at his own like yo you you still a nigga not really taking hold of responsibility uh, of, of yourself and the people that are around you so i don't think it would i don't think nikki's relationship would have ever been with safari but i do believe that this relationship is not god forgive me because i don't want to wish that on nobody marriage i really don't but i really don't think that it's going to last i think that eventually and if it does it is going to come with a lot more hardships than just you trying to bribe a bitch (laughs) you know to drop the charges or whatever like it's it's going to come with a lot more hardships and you know i hope everything else works out well now papa bear is completely out of this it doesn't we don't touch that it's not it's he's a baby he has a clean slate so you're gonna raise him you know to the best ways that you know how and you're gonna give him all the love and we wish you all the love and support but i honestly do not believe that this relationship is going to work out uh moving on Lizzo returns with new single rumors featuring cardi b al all the rumors are true After much teasing on social media, Lizzo teams up with Cardi B on her first single in over two years. On the Empowering Bop, which Lizzo wrote in February, the hip-hop queens confront the many rumors surrounding their lives, including one involving Drake. She states, No, I ain't fucked Drake yet raps liza before cardi addresses her own set of rumors all the rumors are true yeah fake ass fake boobs yeah cardi ain't popping no that's a machine nobody listening they buying them streams in the epic video directed by tanu my new you know what tanu i'm so sorry i don't i don't know how the rest of their name though i'm just gonna be a Uh, But he also did Up and Wild Side. The Atlantic Records label mates transform into Greek goddesses. A pregnant Cardi shows off her baby bump in a golden two-piece, while Lizzo stunts in a golden toga, dancing atop Greek columns. Speaking with Apple Music, Lizzo opened up about the Cardi collaboration. There had, quote, there was no one else for it there was literally no one else she said from the day the ink dried on her Atlantic contract I said please get me a song with Cardi B she's funny I like funny people and she can rap added Cardi quote it's such a fun vibe I feel like it's that Uh, this is what i needed and we need good vibes that make you want to jam at the weddings (laughs) make you want to jam at the barbecue i ain't gonna lie i think that song is definitely that rumors makes the beginning i'm sorry rumors marks the beginning of a new era for lizzo and is the first offering from her upcoming album the follow-up to 2019's because i love you which is such an amazing album if you've not listened to it definitely go listen to it she has been in the studio with producers including mark ronson um couple things about lizzo and i've kind of seen where this has gone on the internet I frankly enjoy Lizzo, her body positivity. I, I don't give a fuck with nobody. Let me I'm going to say something that's real unpopular to most niggas cuz most of y'all niggas be out here trying to look for farm bitches, but y'all know apparently farm bitches don't wash. Oh, did I pause on it? Oh yeah, cuz I said it cuz apparently farm bitches don't wash because all the motherfucking white looking bitches that y'all really want, apparently, oops, apparently they ain't washing their asses. Because white people don't wash. Oh, I said it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, who gonna stop me? Nobody. Who gonna check me? Nobody. Anyway, um. but in addition to that, like, unpopular opinion, big girls got some of the best pussy. Like, y'all niggas be sleeping. Like, yo, first of I, I, I'm gonna get graphic because it's my motherfucking show. I do what I want to do. Like, first of all, you are really talking about pussy that stays warm on a consistent basis. It ain't never chilly. It ain't never cold. I ain't saying anything. Girls don't have that. I ain't saying that. That ain't the truth. But however, the level of warmth and then as a man, and you, when you slide in the shit, you also get thick thighs that save your life and comfort you. So the, the big girl experience of big girl coochie, cause, cause, <laughs> cause Cardi talk about big girl coochie. Then. So the experience is this, okay? Mm. It is like, for a man, it is like... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this to y'all. It is like re-entering the womb. Literally, figuratively and literally. You know what I'm saying to It is literally that. It is It is a transcending experience. It is... It. It's different. It hit different. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all be like, oh, they out of shape. They don't do. And a lot of men want to be able to control and all of that shit. That's good. But sometimes... When you just need a good cuddle in your fuck, Mm. Mm -mm. make my body quiver thinking about it. I'm just saying. Now, that rumor is true. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I'm not fucking with y'all today. I don't know why y'all get me like this. I don't know why. Every time I come behind this microphone, y'all do this bullshit. I don't know why the fuck it's like this. Okay, so, uh <laughs> moving on. Kanye West reportedly made $7 million on Donda merch sales. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I know that it looked crazy. I think y'all seen the one with the red jacket and shit. And, like, the, the pantyhole face mask. Because I was really confused about that. But something about that look is just super iconic. And it's, like, super Kanye. And I'm kind of excited. Like, I really... I'm really excited for this era of Kanye. I'm I'm almost thinking that we're going to get something. We're going to get something off the wall, regardless. We're going to get something off the wall. I think it's going to be more in the hip-hop vein and not necessarily in the gospel vein that he went to before. I think it's going to show all facets, all sides, everything that he works on. I'm hoping that it just is like everything. And uh, you know it's especially good when Kanye, you know, rents out a whole arena or you know flies everybody to hawaii like he did on um my my dark my beautiful dark twisted fantasy again one of my hands down favorite albums between all right so if i had to rate my kanye because i love to rate kanye in this way i definitely love college dropout i didn't particularly care for late registration but late registration was on was in there um graduation of course hands down sonically um 808s and heartbreaks 808s and heartbreaks was one of those albums again that had to grow on me and i think i may have said this and really listed this this way before um i will say that like for pablo was also one of the ones that had to grow on me as well you know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was awesome first of all i even like it because i like when because i love nikki When Nikki does the voice in the very beginning where she's reading it like a fairy tale and it just comes into into light like that. Like, I don't know if that's what we're going to get this time, but I'm excited nonetheless. Um, But anyway, so as far as the merch sales, they went up to seven million dollars, which is great. Kanye West is king when it comes to merch, apparently, you know. And actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I would love to have that one look that he had on a T-shirt I would, because something about that jacket, I, yo, I don't like a lot of Kanye shit, and I had to say it like that, because I don't like a lot of Kanye shit, however, I don't know why, but the jacket, the jacket speaks to me, I'm like, oh, alright, cool, I'm here for this, like, the jacket speaks to me, because it gives me, like, a 90s, you know what it remind me of? It remind me of a first down that's why i like it that that is one of the reasons that i like it and it looks like it's it's gonna be warm so i'm not mad at the at least the jacket i don't know about the rest of the shit i don't know about the rest of the pieces i don't know about them fucking shoes because why is it like the shoes that he came out with look like a version of crocs but that's rich nigga shit like the only person i saw that rocked them and could wear them was timbaland Timberland was on. It was in them. I was like, you know what? Maybe they don't look that bad on Timberland, but on everyday regular niggas, like I don't even know why you tall bastards wear Crocs, and then got the audacity to put the little things in the holes and shit. Like, yo, stop it, my niggas. That shit is fucking corny. Anyway, <laughs> the rapper generated a reported seven million in revenue from merchandise sold in person at his second donda listening event at the mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta on august 5th according to billboard the merch included bulletproof vests with donda which i dug in i'm not really here for that (laughs) with donda on the back um as well as long sleeve black tees with uh cross inside a star of david again not really into that that looks like the baphomet i was very concerned about that but just moved on I was like okay i like i said all thing i like is the fucking jacket that's it um the whopping figure is on par with the revenue for Kanye's first Jesus x Jesus and gap drop in june the 200 blue puffer coat that was that was what i liked i liked the puffer coat um pulled in seven million overnight according to former gap ceo mickey drexler the august 5th Dante event also set a new live stream record for apple music with 5.4 million viewers tuning in as Kanye debuted his 10th studio album the total is more than double the live stream reco- uh the live stream record on Twitch and rivals the 2020 primetime emmys with 6.1 million viewers making it one of the biggest live stream events of the past year I mean, mm, probably pretty close to unless you unless they're counting the verses, because some of the verses have been very much close to the six million situation. But I will say this, if you are looking at it as just Kanye alone doing six million viewers, that that's a lot. That is definitely a lot. Um, Kanye was slated to release Don, uh, Donda last Friday, August 6th but well actually a couple fridays ago but he is still working on it a new date has not been announced for the off delay project which oh sorry messing up which is expected to include collaborations with jay-z the weekend kid Cudi, playboy cardi little baby and more um excited i don't know if okay so i got a little snippet of it in my inbox, and I'm kind of like, okay, I see you, Kanye. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I don't. Um, I'm not particularly holding, um, holding him to his some of his choices. I'm not. You know, I don't 100% agree with them, but <clears throat> they are his. It's uh, <laughs> where i'm gonna leave it um you know what i also didn't talk about but i think i probably will go back and i i may go back no you know what i'm not touching it that's another thing i want to say too i am also not touching the r kelly thing like we did it um you know in 2000, like eight, 18 19 and stuff like that but i i don't think i want to touch it at this point it is a lot it is very graphic but um definitely look at like i said the plainest jane shouting out her once once more definitely make sure you big her up and look at her youtube channel because she has a lot of good coverage and she's done a lot of great research and has photo um well not photos but uh documentation to really prove you know the point and so she's driving the you know the story home the trial home and it might be another three Weeks within the trial before we get a, a, a full conviction, or who knows? And the fact that they're trying to get him more racketeering is going to be a whole thing. However, those are the last few things that I'm going to say about R. Kelly. I'm just not. Moving on. Uh, 50 Cent says the baby will bounce back from his debacle. I like to say that I almost believe this. I'm going to say why in a minute. 50 Cent is not turning his back on the baby. While some of his peers, including Dalu... Dalla Lupe, which I don't listen to her, and Quest Love have spoken out against him. Fifty Cent remains supportive to I'm sorry, supportive of the embattled rapper following his homophobic comments at Rolling Loud Miami last month. Amid the backlash, the baby has re- was removed from several festival lineups including Lollapalooza, Governor's Ball, and Day in Vegas. Um, while brands like Boohoo Man uh, serve uh, severed ties with him, a remix of Kanye's song "Na Na Na" featuring The Baby and Two Chainz was also pulled from streaming services. The Baby apologized to the LGBT plus community for his hurtful and triggering comments, but the statement was later removed from his social account. While many have called for his cancellation, 50 Cent remains in his corner. Speaking with E's nightly pop, 50 was asked whether the ba- whether he thinks the baby will be able to bounce back from the controversy. And uh, I'm not going to read that statement in that, but I will say this. I agree with 50 that the baby will bounce back. Here's the reason why. As progressive as we are, we still have so many people that support the fuckery. You feel what I'm saying? So no matter what it was, even with his gay fans, because here's the thing. A lot of times in different communities, even in the, especially even in the gay community, I'm speaking from this is outside looking in. Um, I've seen, I'll give you a prime example, Clubhouse. I have seen I've gone into rooms where there have just been people screaming at each other and calling de- themselves derogatory slangs and all of this shit. And 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 the word is not nigga. And I'm just saying. And we'll go in. There are for the LGBTQ plus community. Are there are a lot of categories and a lot of times. There's a lot of anguish and anger that gets directed, but then, and there are some that are in that pocket and have that, and then there are some that just do not. And so I, I, as much as I also believe that his, his, his rant at rolling Loud was just unnecessary and just aimed wrong, like, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this means. Um, and I think that rappers such as him and Lil Boosie need to choose their words wisely. Um, be and because again niggas need to realize something that the same game and the same people that you rap about and you talk bad about are the same people that one support you two are also the same people that you support because you also buy clothing from design. Like I just, I never will get this where niggas wear Gucci belts, they wear Versace, they wear this, that, and third. You can't use a derogatory slang against someone and still support their brand. Why do I also think that he'll bounce back? Because our culture is too fickle. We're very quick to count, cancel somebody for what they say and what an opinion is or whatever. We are very quick to do so. However, if, this topic which it has not stayed relevant for more than three to five days then i could see maybe us get into a cancellation situation but i don't think that it it's necessary um i think that like a cancellation for me was r kelly like I had to let the music go like I now, I will say this I already purchased the album so I still have the albums but I don't readily number one they're on CD so I don't have a CD player to really go look into it and I'm not streaming it because it's just not I just I don't feel feel that in my heart I took that out of my life because of the level of negativity that is definitely surrounding like we talked about last week his legacy is fucked his legacy at this particular point is fucked I the the baby is so new, um. So I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't feel that that's gonna be the case. I don't feel like we not gonna eventually give him a second chance. I don't. I, and I and I'll feel that way if music comes out and makes that happen. You know what I'm saying too Where I could say I'm mad. Yeah, I know you said some fucked up shit, and we all say fucked up shit every now and again. But I can get past, I can get past you saying fucked up shit sometimes versus you doing fucked up shit you you feel what i'm saying like like that that's my gray area that's my gray area however some people have made very valid points like sir you do realize that as much as the kids go up for you they will turn on you in an instant and not give two shits later on And you don't really, you do have to be careful about what you say. Because right now, you don't have a legacy to stand on. You're you're still new. You're still fresh out here in the game. Yes, you're getting money. Yes, you're balling. All of these things. But you do not have a leg to stand on as far as a legacy. Because I'm going to be honest with you. There are people in the game that we hail and we praise. Because they've had tremendous bodies of work. And I know that my era, as I am vastly approaching my forties, will no longer feel this era. You get about forty years <laughs> to kind of feel the, the the music and get that landscape and have that part of your lexicon and the part of who you are as a person and the soundtrack of your life. And then after a while, it just kind of be like, "Yo, this this shit ain't for me. This shit just ain't for me." I honestly, truthfully, don't think that the baby has enough legacy to. Stand on on this. Now I may be contradicting myself in the next story, but I'ma go ahead and rock with that. I just don't feel like that is the case. Alright, so moving on, speaking of the next story, Jesus of Nazareth. I should have thought about how much I put in that. Okay, oh well, I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh nope, nope, nope. Where is that? Not that. Ah. Uh, the Baby drops a whole lot of money freestyle. Alright, I'm not going to read this article, but... Go check out The Baby's A Whole Lot Of Money Freestyle. Am I promoting to check out his music? Yes, still. Because he still... He, he actually... Bodied it. He actually changed the slow-paced groove of said particular song with Nicki Minaj and Bia. Well, Bia and Nicki Minaj. Um And... Really, really, kind of flip that cadence on on its on its head, and I commend him for that. I really, honestly commend him for that. I think that that is so dope. uh Let's see. Moving on, Nick Cannon says only R. Kelly could do a versus against Mariah Carey. Um, I agree. I agree to to a degree. Uh, I could I could see that. However, it will never it will never come to fruition. But I could see that. Nick Cannon remains <coughs> his ex wife's. Sorry. Biggest fan. During his appearance on The Breakfast Club this week, the Wala Now creator was asked if there was anyone who could do a versus against Mariah, uh, against Mariah Carey. He quotes The only person in this day and age that could go against Mariah because she writes all of her songs, she actually produces all of her songs, she puts the songs together and performs them at a high level, is R. Kelly, said Nick, who shares 10-year-old twins, uh, Monroe and um, Moroccan, with his ex. End quote. Um, He has... He was met with silence from Charlamagne Tha God and DJ Envy, who eventually responded, "That ain't gonna happen," which is true. Nick admitted it would be uh, it would never happen because of R. Kelly's legal wall. It, I told you, it's not gonna happen because of his personal endeavors and all the things. Right. So I honestly believe that yeah, that would never happen. However, I don't think that Nick is wrong. Like, honestly. Let's take away for a quick second, even though it is very, very difficult to understand it. Let's just say R. Kelly never did any of these things. Could we stand on him going against Mariah? Like, that shit would have been legendary. It would have been legendary. You are talking about two artists that are in a very same caliber very r&b they love they they you know they used to love and appreciate each other you know i don't know how people feel about that now but you know mariah definitely write mariah can write a song down let me tell y'all something mariah don't play when you think about the emancipation of the emancipation of mimi in general was was so great but just all of the hits all of the classics i mean honestly because they're both the top of the 90s type artists they could do two verses if that was the case now unfortunately you know that ain't never gonna happen we're gonna put the veil back down because clearly we know <laughs> i piss on you uh no, <laughs> nigga, ain't never happened um well speaking of legendary icons beyonce says new music is coming and i'm like sis please ain't nobody got time for this i can't keep listening to homecoming although i do but i can't keep listening to the homecoming beyonce is coming the pop icon graces the cover of harper's bazaar september issue in a rare interview rare rare medium rare okay rare not well done, but a rare interview because that bitch don't talk to nobody. I'm she, him, and her. Well, actually, not take that back. Jay Z does more interview and conversational stuff than Beyonce. Don't talk to nobody. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. I just thought about this shit. the 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 game has been so quiet without hearing Beyonce's voice for the last couple of years. You know, like other than the music but even hear her speak that i was watching rupaul's drag race again judge judge your mother okay i was watching rupaul's drag race and uh miss tina was on it and miss tina you know miss tina got to talked to the to, to the dragon queens and shit bruh when i told you i said oh wow i guess that means beyonce do sound like that like i just in my mind i was like wow that's where beyonce gets her tone and cadence from directly from her mother because miss tina sounds like how beyonce usually sounds whenever we hear her talk and speak because for the love of jesus ain't nobody heard their child in forever um but uh, uh in a rare interview queen bay <laughs> confirmed that she is working on new music i am so excited I, I need I, we do need this in our lives. You know what I'm saying? I, I even you know what I need? You know what I need for next year? I still even need and hopefully I can get it. I don't know. A Nicki and Beyonce collab or again. Cause you know, flawless and feeling myself was definitely a moment and I would like, you know, maybe just one more. Just one more. Just we just need it one more time. Cause that you know, that sounds that sounds like a plan. Just one more damn time. Uh because eh. The music game is getting stale. It is getting stale. It's getting real stale out in these streets. So she quotes, I've been in the studio for a year and a half. End quote. Um, And she states, Sometimes it takes a year for me to personally search through thousands of songs to find just the right kick or snare. Well, damn, girl. Um, One chorus can have up to 200 stacked harmonies. That's true still there's nothing like an amount of love passion and healing that i feel in the recording studio that is true let me tell you something one thing that i really i really fuck with her for is that she does take this craft extremely seriously And I think that is a level that every artist wants to get to. But I think a lot of what we're seeing is people just trying to get a fast buck. And that's why her music will also withstand the test of time. She hopes her music will serve as an escape in a time when the world needs healing. Yes, if you want to go ahead and bring out some thought shit, Beyonce, you can do that too. (laughs) Quote, with all the isolation and... Injustice over the past year I think we are all ready to escape Travel, love, and laugh again Said Bey, I feel a renaissance emerging Come on renaissance Yes yes. Actually you know what last year probably would have been Well you know what would have been a good year to do that Because the Harlem renaissance Was like 1920s So now that we're in 2020 Yeah It'd probably be a good year for a good renaissance Uh, (laughs) Um (laughs) um so she says she feels like a renaissance is emerging and um i wanted to be a part of nurturing that escape in any way possible beyonce who has released music since who hasn't released music since black parade in june of 2020 is as excited as ever for the next chapter after 31 years if I just i just throw up a little bit because that's it it doesn't feel that way but it is literally that it is literally that because i think that people need to understand destiny's child came out in like the late 1990 like it was like 1998 i want to say oh my goodness um after the so much, after thirty-one years, it feels just as exciting as it did when I was nine years old. Oh my god! Yes, the music is coming. She said, "Just, just give it to me. Just take my money now." Fuck that. I'm here for that. And I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest with you. Fuck a Delta. Very Beyonce. Beyonce. If. You have another tour. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to risk it. I'm going to have to. I might have to double mask, but I'm going to have to risk it. Because it's an experience. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, elsewhere, the mother of three spoke about turning 40. Oh, I can't. I can't. Uh, on September 4th, uh, my wish is to be is for my 40s to be fun and full of freedom. Let me, let me, okay, wait a minute. I got to, I got to get that together. Okay. I had something fall in my eye, but she ain't lying. She ain't lying. She ain't lying. She ain't lying. That statement right there is literally the, the statement of which I am ready to adjust to. Um, a lot of people have seen, uh my weight loss transformation, situation is going on right now and um thank y'all so much for riding with me on this journey i really appreciated something really fell in my freaking eye okay um hold on one second Ooh. uh yeah so thank y'all so much for going with me on this amazing weight loss journey i am physically in my body so i don't know anything and it is, sometimes you do have to take the pictures just to make sure. But yes, she says, my wishes, my wishes for my 40s to be fun and full of freedom. She about to fuck up our 40s if you do this when, sorry, when you do this so well, she gonna fuck it up. I'm trying to tell you, 40-year-old bitches is gonna be, we is gonna be killing out here fucking up these little 20-year-old bitches that don't know nothing. You don't even know nothing. You don't even know nothing about life, little bitch. You don't even know nothing. Um, I want to feel the same freedom, freedom I feel on stage every day of my life," um, said Beyoncé. She also goes on to say, "I want to explore uh, aspects of my life I haven't had time to discover and to enjoy. My husband and my children. I want to travel without working. Which I'm very sure. I want this next decade to be." about celebration joy and giving and receiving love i want to give all the love i have to the people who love me back yes beyonce give me all this give me all this give me all this um along with all of that as she goes on to more of it you can definitely read more in the harpist bazaar um article that should be coming out in september she looks amazing on Les and in addition beyonce has brought out Ivy Park Rodeo. Now, the only thing that I will say, uh, this may be the negative and the beehive can come for me if they want to. But check your mama. Um, Is Beyonce, I know you giving me quality. I know it, it, it is a lot. There are... One thing that I'm loving about the Ivy Park collection is especially when she teams up with certain artists, like, I missed out on the icy one. You know, I really wanted to get into this rodeo one, but y'all niggas was like, y'all want it, of course. Um, but in addition, like, some of the pieces, some of the pieces are a little bit too expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you give them quality, but they are super... Like, yo, the one piece that I liked was the denim track jacket. Like, I thought that was nice. I think it was dope. I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. It is a lot. It is a lot for a denim track jacket. I'm not going to say that shit ain't going to come of quality. Definitely noted that it will be, but it is a lot. It is definitely a lot. It they be pieces be like two, three, four hundred dollars. I'm like, wow. Okay, a little bit above my budget, a little bit of price, above my price grade, but it is what it is. Um, but this is also why I think that Rihanna definitely leads the pack in what she does because she makes products that are also affordable, you know, for the everyday consumer. And I think I, I wish, I honestly wish. Maybe Beyonce feels this way, and maybe I'm I'm speaking for her at this point. I wish that it would be more affordable, but I also understand why she probably likes you not because she's worked extremely hard and is giving you extreme quality for it. And in addition, when you had the house of Darion, y'all niggas ain't buy that shit neither. So <laughs> there is that. Um Little Wayne is working on a new project. I'm here for it. So actually, he's not only working on a new project, he's working on three new projects. Lil Wayne has a lot of new music on the way. The Young Money boss is in the studio working on several projects that will be released in the upcoming months. During a recent conversation on Twitter's space via Hip Hop and More, Young Money president Mack Mank, revealed that the trio of projects is coming first up is i am not a human being part three back in december weezy announced that he was working on a third installment in his decade-old series the the first this first dropped in 2010 followed by the sequel i am not a human being 2 in 2013 third project is a surprise collaboration with rich the kid quote wayne and rich the kid have a project together that's coming out said mac he did not mention a highly anticipated carter six which um wayne previously said he was working on wayne has not released a full body of work since his mixtape no ceilings 3 in november the dj cali hosted project spawned the drake collaboration bb king freestyle can't wait can't wait um and then lastly in last news but still probably a great thing um no you know what i'll save that for next week because i don't i don't it's not necessary anyway Because we're moving on to an hour and y'all know I like to keep these roughly around an hour or so because ain't nobody got time for that. There's a lot going on. Anyway, so if you guys have read the title of this particular podcast, you know it's all for you. And yes, when I say all for you, you already know I mean the legendary, the iconic, the baby sister of the iconic family. Ms. Janet Jackson. Let me tell y'all something. This album, for me, for me, means a lot. A lot. And I'm going to go into some of the reasons why. And in addition, I might just give y'all a couple of... I might I might play out a snippet, because Janet don't come for my coin, okay? I ain't got much, don't come for my... But I might play a snippet of some of my very, very all-time favorites. Um because that's what I do. Let me take a sip. Mm. hmm 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 mm-hmm. mm. Yes. Sorry, I felt uh, like I had to take a sip of water. You sit here and try to talk to people for an hour and they ain't really here. Okay. All For You is the seventh studio album by American singer Janet Jackson. It was released on April 16, 2001. <sighs> everything about this episode was like 20 years ago um by virgin records this album developed and theme are rooted in jackson's separation from her husband renee Alizondo jr and she was getting to know what dating was like for the first time unlike the velvet velvet rope which was jackson's Tackling darker issues such as domestic violence and depression, all for you showcased a mix, a mixture of upbeat dance pop and slow R&B sounds, incorporating rock, disco, and funk as well as soft rock and oriental music. Oh yeah, it definitely did. Um, its lyrics focus on passion, romance, and intercourse. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. And you know what I was thinking. Speaking of which, side note. Um, I think I'm officially going to do the GTD mixtape, but I think that I'm going to do it over on Blackify.app. So make sure you guys check out for that. I will um, eventually post the link and I'm actually going to do it yeah i'm gonna do i'm gonna do do it i think i'm gonna do it real soon i'm gonna do something that'll be off i might do it in the next week or so so it's something that's off with the without the podcast but i say that because some of these songs um uh so it did romance and, and of course also discussing themes of betrayal and deceit the explicit language and sexual content of several songs drew media controversy causing the album to be banned in several countries all for you we were still prudes then because clearly it don't matter now uh because you can um hands on your knees shaking ass on your that <laughs> all for you received general generally positive reviews from music critics who commended its upbeat nature and the sonic intervention of several songs it also uh, considered one of her sexiest albums and among the best of her career The album received three Grammy Award nominations, including Best Pop Vocal Album, winning Best Dance Recording for its title track, which was all for you. It becomes Jackson's fifth consecutive album to top Billboard 200 album charts in the United States and had the biggest opening week sales of her career. Upon its release, it also had the second highest first week sales for female um, artists in the nelson sound scan history it reached the top five for most consecutive international and inter- i'm sorry top five most consecutive internationally and was the biggest selling international pop album of the year in japan certified double platinum by the riaa it was so, it has sold over 3 million copies in the US, according to the Nielsen scan, Sound Scan, and estimated 5 million copies internationally. All for you was the 12th best selling album of the year worldwide. Come on, worldwide. And was one of the best selling albums of the decade in the United States. Just all excellence. Okay. Uh, I apologize because apparently my notes just want to do what I want to do. That's what happens when you use Evernote sometimes. Um, okay. So the lead single, All For You, was one of Jackson's most successful singles and broke multiple airplay records. In the U.S., it was the biggest hit of the year, topping the Billboard 100 for seven weeks and became a top ten hit. On the majority of single charts worldwide. Someone to call my lover reached number three on the Hot 100s. And within the top 20 internationally. While Son of a Gun, I Bet You Think This Song Is About You peaked within the top 40 in most territories. Um, Come On, Get Up also released as a single in Japan. In promotion for the album, Jackson was declared MTV's inaugural icon, receiving a televised tribute titled "MTV Icon: Janet Jackson," a special honored Jackson's contribution within music and pop culture, and recognize and recognize and recognition. I can't speak today. In recognition. <laughs> of one of the most influential and beloved tastemakers in contemporary pop. During that period, Jackson was presented numerous career accolades including the American Music Awards, Award of Merit, um, TMF Awards, the Lifetime Achievement Award, and Recording Academy's Governor's Award. So a little background about Said album you know what i think i'm tapping too many things i apologize y'all because i'd be like what am i doing here but you know what it's my show and y'all watching you sometimes i think y'all listen to the shit for the messiness because there are mess ups there are word fumbles there is all type of shit but i leave it in because it is who i am i'm showing y'all raw and explicit me so um little background and uh development in 2000 jackson separated from renee alexandra exposing their secret nine-year marriage to the public as he filed for divorce leading to intense media scrutiny pause real quick that's a bad bitch if i ever seen one in my life bitch if you want to talk about a bitch that can keep a secret how the fuck you be in a marriage for nine years nine years and ain't nobody know and unknown fact I don't know if nobody ever knows this if you watch Poetic Justice and alright so there's a part in Poetic Justice where before Lucky and Chicago go on a mail run they are talking to this Mexican guy on a mail run the Mexican guy is Renee Alessandro in Poetic Justice in addition the oh so famous holding the breast situation um that i think that was on the cover of rolling stone for janet jackson that particular cover the hands are actually renee alessandro's hands as well again small facts you can you can fact check me but i'm pretty confident on that mtv news reported jackson had nearly completed work on the upbeat fun and carefree record in contrast to the darker tone of her prior release Producers Jimmy Jam stated this record now, even though it may not be the best of times in her personal life, she feels that the future is bright. She expected um, she's excited about music and about life in general. She's excited about what the next year will hold for her. And that's the tone she set for the album. Jam added. In the history of Janet, the record that the records that are the happy records that make people smile have always traditionally been the more successful records. Going back as far as the song "When I Think of You," uh, to doesn't really matter. This continues the tradition of the kind of no to dance music of the 80s virgin records president uh roy cooper stated the new album is very bright it's very upbeat uh, and dynamic she wanted to make an album that was rhythmically strong as well as melodically strong um she also wanted oops somebody text me uh <laughs> wanted as explosive and strong a state as possible and this certainly qualifies um so i call my latest so she states i call my latest release all for you the you is my fans you stayed with me and watched me grow the you is the mysterious force of love that the source of creativity and the you is also me All For You is a suit of songs that help me move from one emotional level to another. Me, the kind of artist who has no choice but to write what I feel. Velvet Rope took me inside my fears and frustrations. All For You brought me outside, happy on a natural high, convicted that I really can express... Sorry, convicted. Convinced that I can really express joy in the face of pain. My mood, my moods are changing. If you listen to the CD, woo CD, <laughs> that's a thing. You'll hear what I'm going through. There's anger, hurt, regret, even that familiar vein that serve that services self criticism that I can, I can't quite shake, <clears throat> I still can't stand seeing any of my movies, I feel you one that girl, or, or concert tapes, I still cringe when I watch my, myself act or dance, yet, <laughs> there's also confidence, I hope this doesn't sound egotistical, but this time i stood alone and crafted my art according to my heart i feel free and there's nothing more wonderful than freedom yo that last part of that statement that shit is so true creatives artists of all kind can also relate to that yo like i this is the weirdest shit ever i am weird in that way so i felt janet when she said this I'm an MC. I rap and I and I talk big shit, big game. But when I tell y'all, for the longest time, I hated my voice and have no idea why. 2017, I decided to do a fucking podcast, and then decide <laughs> that I want to continue to talk and read to y'all and shit. Like I don't understand what the fuck. But I had to kind of get over that. But I will say I will be very, very clear. After I edit these shows, I do not. I do not go back and listen to these shows. You know what I'm saying? And I barely, I just recently got into looking at myself perform or also do like any of the car chat videos, so on and so forth. Like I just got into doing it and and not into it to like, oh, let me critique. Oh, it looks good. like I'm not egotistical like that either. But I literally understand where this woman was coming from. Um so it was definitely well received. Um there are hella awards that that won for this again. Um let's see. There was one part I didn't want to go. In support of the album Janet embarked on her fourth world tour, the All for You Tour. Fucking awesome. I still have it on DVD to this day. The first dates were announced between July and October in Canada and the united states the north american leg wrapped in november in wilkesbury pennsylvania um several dates were scheduled in japan the following year although the tours european lake was required to be um it yeah, was required to be canceled immediately following the events of september 11th attacks um when many dancers were unwilling to travel cities safely uh safety concerns jackson said i have um she decided to cut the tour in half for that um but yeah that that makes sense a lot of things definitely happened around september 11th um but hbo also picked up the um event and the dvd janet live in hawaii um was one of the main ones and this I watch this shit all the time. Um, I when I tell y'all this DVD was was surprisingly, uh, so it was it was two thousand like when that when this came out like in two thousand and one. By the time I met my wife we were friends in like 2002 so the following year so you know we were still bumping Janet cause here's the thing we still bump motherfucker CDs like they were cassettes and shit this is something that the newer generation will never understand I we still had to sit with CDs and wait for shit to come out and shit you know the internet wasn't as bold as it is now so it is what it is um but I will say that we watched the shit out of this and my (laughs) wife (laughs) <laughs> my wife used to do this I used to make her do this dumb thing where I would have her like Janet had this part where she would like rip open her shirt and just have a bra and my wife would have like this amazing bra and I would like, make her unbutton her shirt and then stand there in like a Janet Jackson it's it's weird again judge him mother, y'all ain't gotta judge me anyway let's talk about a little bit of the controversy that surrounded this album before we move on and we'll go over the track listing and then we'll wrap it up as well. Controversy Despite explicit language and sexual content, um initial album pressing did not contain a parental advisory warning. A clean version of the album was released exclusively at Walmart stores, censoring several songs for language as well as omitting Would You Mind. Woo! Why would it? That's why I didn't get mine from Walmart. Would You Mind is one of my songs oh would you mind taste what we gonna get into that we are gonna get into some things yes uh would you mind completely uh the album was released in late 2001 with parental advisory label along with the new bonus track remix son of a gun a clean version with the added remix also released um with would you mind still omitted why would you do this this is why i bought my shit from sam goody and became more widely available than the original clean version uh regarding the content jackson stated quote i do understand that for younger audiences all for you is pretty heavy record um for them i've made an alternate version i've been asked to watch my mouth a little but hell no this me this is what i want to do so accept it i don't want to live my life controlled controlled by other people i had to do it y'all know i did um upon its release all for you was banned in singapore after the publications appeal committee decided the album's lyrics in particular would you mind were not acceptable to our society the country's law officials had previously banned Jackson's prior album the Velvet Rope due to three songs uh containing lyrics about homosexuality several um retail chains including warehouse music affixed their own explicit content labels to the album riaa president hillary rosen stated we don't think retailers should have to do that um that's the label's responsibility and uh, virgin record president has assumed the responsibility in response to the incident jackson said the album has been banned in certain countries i was told they would Be happy to go ahead with it if I were to take the sensual song off the album. And I thought, wow, that's weird. Here I am talking about love and expressing myself in a way I feel um, at least most of you do in the bedroom. Yes, God. And it's something so beautiful, so positive and wonderful. Yet, they want me to blindfold Over the public's eyes about this. Yet. There is also. A lot of violence. Um. I'm not going to change the album. And who I am. Because of that. This is another side of me. That I am experiencing. And feeling so comfortable in doing so. Yes. Yes. Miss Jackson. If you nasty. So when I got the album. (laughs) Fun fact. Y'all know y'all can hear my knuckles great. That's a lot. Um, Fun fact. When I got the album... (laughs) The day that I got the album, I had... I bought my very first cell phone. I had a blue Nokia flip phone with the flip that covered the numbers and the cord that you had to pull out because I thought I was hot and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know. I think I was still like 17. Like, how the fuck did... No, I was... Yeah, I was 17. I was like, I don't even know how the fuck I got that. And it had a contract on it that was my own contract with my own number. So my answer machine had Would You Mind on it. Yeah, very sexually explicit. But it, it was, um... I don't remember what part I used. I, I think it was like... It was like, would you... Because let me tell you, that if you look at the lyrics of that shit, that shit is very suggestive. And we gonna get into some things in a minute. But... It definitely was on that. Would you mind would you mind tasting me making me feel all juicy while in the moment? Ah, I just wanna touch it. Yeah it's my song. I'm a whole freak. Anyway, going into um the whole situation as far as the album is concerned actually as a matter of fact because i'm gonna do that anyway let's go here and here and here and open this all right so you have songs such as the intro you ain't right which is a more kind of dance techno kind of beat then you get All For You, which still gives you the R&B, but kind of um, the Japanese poppy thing. Um, Two Way For You interlude. Um, Come On Get Up, which was a little bit more upbeat. When We Ooh, which got a little bit sexier. Then you had China Love. Love Scene, which was ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Yes! Then you had the infamous Would You Mind, as a matter of fact. Would you mind? I don't know. Let's
0: see. <laughs>
1: that's what the fuck i'm talking about that is what i'm talking about Janet. that is come on now god damn it um lame now this is another song that i really 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 liked as well um janet was really soft on this but trust to try was actually one of my favorites and as a matter of fact i played this very loud i don't know where i'm at i love this song
0: Trust, and here's a thing we say, that we've my this way to All that you do, never put thing down, what can do? you my you even I want still in it, you, still a for you.
1: So I definitely had to just give y'all that real quick because trust to try. And, and let me tell you something, my Google Home from where I am at this particular point and where I'm sitting, I, I will definitely guarantee to y'all that it ain't got nothing, no things on that goddamn actual beat and play that shit in the car. So then you have Clouds in My Coffee featuring Carly Simon and which which is the interlude and then also leads into um son of a gun Bet you think the song is about you um you have truth you have then theory which is the interlude um someone to call my lover feels so right doesn't really matter which we all love doesn't really matter um and we also have better days and then you have your outro but um I think this was this was also someone to call my lover was my shit, which was. <laughs> definitely definitely one of my favorites and again a complete bop but of course would you mind was my all-time favorite off of this album um but yeah janet made a fierce bold statement you know i think that i, I think this is a this is the thing that we do when people have a cute little face and janet's smile lights up a room and her personality you know from what we see don't know her personally but her personality seems very loving very warm you know what i'm saying i think that people want that all the time but y'all forget that's a woman like i think i love this era of janet um i loved the the whole velvet rope to all for you i even like demita joe too um which was definitely a really good one and we may even touch on demita joe later as well um so thank y'all so much for listening to that um in advance um but yeah so those are some of my favorite 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 all-time songs love love miss jackson if you're nasty i mean and this is a woman who has is what damn near in her 60s if i'm not mistaken yeah janet about to reach them 60s yeah if she ain't already in them i can't remember let, let, let me ask hey google how old is janet jackson Janet Jackson is 55 years old. Okay, no, okay, I was a little, I was wrong, I was wrong. I'm sorry, Janet, not not putting you all the way there, but 55 years old, out dancing the shit out of everybody, and looks, just looks still amazing. She would look good thin, she would look good thick. You know what I'm saying? If we get this black diamond tour, because again, that was supposed to happen in 2020, which did not happen, of course, because of Rona, and now she got a bitch ass cousin coming on the way. The Delta variant, whatever. Um, so I, I do hope that we get there. I really do. I really do hope that we get back to concerts. I think I'm not. I'm not touching it. I'm. T- I'm tired of talking about that. Um, but yeah. So this was a super dynamic album. It just. It, it. It's again part of my love story. It definitely is part of my love story. I, I know y'all love hearing me say that, but it is definitely a big part of my love story. And I just i love it it just reminds me of such a good time like when we first met playing this shit in my wife's 1986 cavalier yes it was 2000 and she had a 1986 cavalier was her first car you know what i'm saying and we've then since then gotten new vehicles yes absolutely um she drives f-150 i drive a 2021 nissan rogue you know we're we've Definitely because at one point we had let me tell y'all something but at one point we had one car and only one person with a license and that person was not me okay so I enjoyed the fact that my wife took a chance on the scrub (laughs) because I stayed in the passenger side but yeah like I I really do I think I'm definitely going to do my GTD mixtape that's going to be some shit I I feel it um so make sure y'all check that out make sure y'all check me out on fan base. make sure you also check me out on blackify.app go to it via your web browsers um you'll see again you may see some content that you already know but of course i'm gonna start giving that exclusive content there um you can also get a subscription which will be like five dollars for the subscription so make sure y'all subscribe support the boy because i'm tired of being hungry that's why i'm losing this weight no i'm joking um (laughs) but Oh, also, if you've listened to the beat from beginning to end, this is a brand new beat from my boy, Charlie Beats. So, I really, really appreciate him. Um, Shout out to my boy, Obstacle Beats. Of course, that's my guy. That's my dude. Salute him. I salute him because none of this would have been possible without him. Um, you know, especially in the beginning, if you listen to anything that was the kickstand podcast beforehand, I got some new things that I'm thinking about working on as well. So that will happen. Um, and look forward to the GTD mixtape thing. I will be posting the, um, kick that lyric. So make sure y'all get that. And the GTD mixtape situation will be coming up as well. And I'll show y'all where to find it and how to find it. Um, then in addition um i think that's pretty much oh no that is not it also i need y'all to look out for my man fda kenny because he has a new project that he's working on and i'm very very excited because i am once again the only feature on said project but when i tell y'all i've heard said project and i like it i i really do and y'all know i don't i'm on this show but i don't vouch for shit that i don't like So, you listen to me because you like, oh, that's the shit I like or it it reminds you of something or whatever. And, yes, I'm going to try to play the snippets. I'm going to try not to get sued. You know what I'm saying to you. But I think that will add a different quality and dimension to this whole situation. So, you know what I'm saying? But, either way, y'all already know where y'all can follow me at. You can follow me on all my social medias. Don't forget you can follow me on iTunes. Tune and Google Music, which is YouTube music. Um, tune and Apple Music for the Purple the purple Podcast player situation. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe. I need all the help that I can get. I'll be saying it every week. I see y'all listening to it, so y'all got to know. I don't know how far y'all get to these shows, but if you get to the end, I have said this 101 times, please, 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 please. I need those YouTube numbers. I do see some of y'all watching it, which is really nice, and I do appreciate it. The interview series will be back. I promise you. I needed to take a break. I needed to decompress myself. Like I said before, the interview series will be back. I just want to try to flip it into something else. So, that's the goal. I appreciate y'all for your patience. Thank y'all so much. Um, Aside from that, y'all just kicked it with your boy. I mean, yet again. Yet again. Yet again. You have kicked it with your boy, Young Smooth. Now, don't you feel good about it? (laughs) I know you do. Aight, y'all. Peace. And why do I do the peas at the end? Because I feel like
0: it. <laughs> The one day, 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 the one, the Thank uh-huh.